Time for TM Views to get the expert opinion from our wonderful panelist today from Korea University Law School, Professor Kim Gi-chang. Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning to you, Professor Kim. So we want to get your perspective on the results of these uh, April 7th by-elections. As we know, the two big races were the mayoral race in Seoul and Busan. And the way this whole thing uh, came about, Professor Kim, with the eruption of the uh, so-called LH scandal, and then the way the the media was framing this, and then the way the portals were kind of ranking the stories on there, despite all the allegations, serious allegations against both Park Hyung-jun and Oh Se-hoon of the opposition parties, it felt like almost an impossible um, kind of path for the ruling party to win, and it looks like the results reflected that, right? Mm. Yes. um, These two... um mayoral elections are very significant in terms of um, the, the, the size of population and mm. the importance of economic weight. It, it's very, very important uh, local elections. And uh, these two posts became vacant because the incumbent mayors either resigned or or put an end to his life, unfortunately, mm. um, due to... Um, allegations of um, uh, scandals, right. um, ethical integrity issues. Um, so it's uh, a tough battle to begin with for the ruling party. Uh, and then uh, the result was quite decisive and convincing win, uh, very, very convincing win for the opposition candidate. Right. So uh, there is no dispute about you know whether it was close call or whether yeah. you know. So um, the ruling party and both the the opposition party and the ruling party need to parse the result of these two significant uh, elections. And I think what can be said is that the voters were unhappy with the ruling party. In short, for whatever reason. Uh, the voters have been unhappy. Um, but between two of these causes, potential causes for unhappiness, one is the ethical integrity issues, corruption or mm. crime, whatever, these ethical issues on the one hand, and then policy issues on the other hand, uh, whether job situation or housing situation or this COVID 19, economic hardship, how to cope with that hardship, all these policy issues. Um, Either one of these two or both, the voters were unhappy. But which one was more prevalent? I think there lies the the future analysis. Yeah, and the right now ruling, ruling party wrestling with this and what direction they have to go in terms of recovering for next year's presidential elections as well as local elections that will take place to try to regain their um, popularity and the trust of the people. One school of thought is, well, we gave you 180 seats and you guys did nothing with it with the reform measures. You move so slow with things like Kong Soo or uh, even passing the, um, the Conflict of Interest Act uh, with the real estate recently. And so if you're not using that power to 
really push through the reforms fast, we're not really energized to vote for you. The other side says we got to move more to the center. And we saw those uh, five Chosun or first term lawmakers come out and talk about, oh, we want to apologize for uh, pushing too fast with the, the prosecutorial reform or even p- apologize for the Choguk incident, which has nothing to do with this election, we had 180 seats elected after the, the Choguk situation. What, what are your thoughts on that debate going on right now within the ruling party? Yes. Um, I, I think that um, there is a bit of confusion, for sure. Um, what are the causes and what are the future directions? Um, I mean, the confusion between these two issues I, I mentioned. One is these ethical integrity mm. issues. Um, Chogu uh, events. It's also mostly about you know allegations of uh, about Chogu being not the kind of decent guy we expected. Right. So um, of course the the prosecutors' attacks against Chogu was really to to block the prosecutorial reform, which was a policy issue. But the public opinion about Chogu and these five. Uh, lawmakers, MPs, kind of apparent apology regarding Jogo. They are mostly focused on these ethical integrity issues. And there is policy issues. You mentioned 180 seats. Why didn't you guys, you know, diligently pursue these reforms and all these important agendas, political agendas, which basically should not have anything to do with ethical integrity issues. So, between these uh, ethical issues on the one hand and policy issues on the other hand, the ruling party currently does not seem to have a clear path forward. Mm. They seem to, you know, dab their one feet in one issue and dab the other feet on the other issue. They didn't know what to do and how to move forward. So that's that's a bit of quagmire at the moment, and it's very depressing to see. People still talk about Choguk issue. In my view, that was clearly uh, a case where prosecutors were keen to do whatever they can to block and to prevent the prosecutorial reform. So that's a very, very tough issue. But I think what remains to be done uh, for the remaining a year or so of President Moon's Mm. Uh, term is to perhaps focus on uh, policy issues. You know, you should no longer be talking about Jogu or Chumye or whatever. Mm. Um, these are, you know, the Jogu case is being uh, judged by the court at the moment, and let's just leave that matter to the court, and instead let's focus on the policy issues. The, the job situation for the young, the housing situation for the young. And um, it, it's, a, it's a difficult uh, time, the COVID, how to cope with COVID situation and whether the central national government and local governments should coordinate and to what extent they should coordinate. Right. Those important policy agendas should be put in the forefront. And most of all, the prosecutorial reform, uh, please try to separate it from ethical issues of some of the figures involved. But mm. let's just try to focus on 
the reform and the institutional issues. Let's not bring in, bring in these ethical integrity issues. You know, he's bad guy or that he's, right. the other guy is bad guy. That is just not going to <laughs> move us forward. Yeah. So basically, uh, laser focus on people's livelihoods type of policies, um, pushing forward the reform detach yourself from the political bickering aspects of it. Leave the ruling party to, I guess, uh, decide all of those things. Bottom line, um, I guess, looking at the presidential race going forward, we'll talk about the opposition next, but um, briefly, uh, is it basically, in your view, because Inagyan is considered to be the biggest casualty of this uh, uh, for his role as party chairman and then his role as the, the campaign chairman of this uh, by-election, that it is Lee Jae-myung? Do you, do you see a third candidate uh, potentially emerging like Jung Se-gyun? Um, I think people definitely were disappointed by Inagyan's performance uh, when he was at the head of the ruling party. Um, maybe he tried to kind of uh, regulate or achieve perfect pace of reform. He was mindful of very strong opposition, mm. and maybe his philosophy is that we should not push forward reform too fast or too roughly. Um, Maybe he he was right, I don't know. Um, Of course, the firm, enthusiastic supporters of reform was definitely very irritated and enraged even by Inagyan's kind of disappointing performance. So I think Inagyan's chance of being or becoming a strong candidate for the next presidential election seems to be reduced considerably. Now, uh, Lee Jae-min obviously would would, uh, receive more favorable attention. I don't know about Jung Tae-kyun. He seems to be a very nice, kind gentleman, but I think we might need definitely a more exciting, yeah, yeah. young and upcoming candidate, like Chumye, for example. Right, right. Um, so. I, I really think that we need a, an exciting candidate. I don't think Inagyan or Jung Tae-kyun can be an exciting candidate. Lee Jae-myung obviously can stir up very, very strong support, but mm. unfortunately he can equally stir up very, very strong kind of yeah. opposition. Yeah. Um, uh, so, um I think she can be a, a, a very exciting candidate, relatively, you know, younger generation. And uh, it's, it's, um, we will, however, have to wait and see. Um, if the reform of prosecutorial service yeah. can successfully be concluded within the remaining year, then Chumye can have a great chance if reform, prosecutorial reform, uh, you know, loses uh, impact and cannot cannot be achieved. Then there goes <laughs> the opportunity for Chumye yeah. to become a likely candidate. I think a lot of the uh, political uh, fortunes for both, I think, Choguk and Chumye largely depend on the success ultimately of this uh, prosecutorial. 
uh, reform at the end of the day and how history looks back at it, as well as public sentiment. We only have about a minute, but uh, just briefly, do you feel like for the opposition with Kim Jong-un and his success and him leaving the party and this, this fight with An Su calling him too arrogant, uh, is it a, it, do they have a real strong path to success right now for the next year's presidency? Um, well, I think the opposition party definitely is in dire need of convincing candidates. The very fact that all that, uh, the best they could come up with was Osehun or Park Hyung-jun just shows what a sorry state they are in. I mean, now it's time to move on, but, you know, Osehun and Park Hyung-jun was the, the maximum they could come up with. And um, who will be their uh, most probable candidate for the next election? Um, it seems that some mainstream media are very, very keen to <laughs> promote Yun Sung. Yeah. You know, they even show his uh, his birthday pictures from you know first year birthday picture. Right. Um, uh, it's it's really very, very uh, desperate effort to push. Yun uh, Sung Yeol as a, as an opposition candidate for the uh, next presidential election. So uh, whether the opposition party will go along with Yun Sung Yeol, that means they would ditch Oseun, mm. they would ditch Park Young Jun, they yeah. would ditch An An Chul Su. We will have to wait and see. But that's just about the kind of pool mm. they uh, have to play with. And the ruling party obviously is not in a very good shape either. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, are, yeah. we have to play with Shin uh, uh, and John Seigun and Jemyung yeah. and perhaps Chumye. So it's uh, it's very hazy situation and a lot of variables are at play and. Mm. <laughs> Like, you know, dynamic Korea, we don't know what is going to happen next month. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, Dynamic, but right now a pretty depressing landscape the way you've described it. Uh, Professor Kim, as always, thank you so much for the uh, analysis and look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you.